This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Many of the dynamics at play in the housing sector are byproducts of Fed policy we have seen play out over the last couple of years. That is according to a new opinion piece in Barron's by our next guest. She is Susan Wachter, professor of real estate and professor of finance at the Wharton School. Susan, great to talk to you again. Hope you're doing well. Yes, thank you very much. Good to be on. So let's let's start at that point right now and and the pieces of Fed policy that have kind of come into play and and led to some of these dynamics. Take us through this. Well, ironically, the Fed's staunch tightness in raising most recently by the 0.75 basis points is, of course, raising rents. Mortgage rates are now at 6.3%, a rate we haven't seen since 2008. And the point of that, the purpose, of course, is to slow down the hot market, to get to the reset that Chairman Powell is talking about. But in the short run, it has a countervailing, unintended effect of locking in more homeowners. You know, homeowners uh, with mortgage, most are, are 90% are below 5%, and two-thirds have mortgages below 4%. They are not going to, many of them, sell to borrow at 6.3% for a new home. That just doesn't pencil out. So we're seeing inventory uh, actually not increasing, still way too low for a supply-demand balance. The supply of housing is simply too low. Uh, so housing prices are not falling. The many markets are rising. In some, they are, uh, they are right in, in some of the hottest markets. We're seeing uh, stalling and slight slowdown. But for the U.S. as a whole, housing prices are still rising, and therefore rents are too. So we are in a bit it, of a ironic position here, unfortunately, where the CPI continues to rise despite the Fed's actions because of housing. Would it be safe to say then that this is somewhat of a unique period in history when you're talking about the real estate market with all of these elements kind of coming together at one point and coming from different directions and kind of to a degree pointing in different directions as well? Yes, we haven't really seen this combination of uh, demand-supply um, outcomes where <clears throat> the construction industry is clearly in a recession. Housing starts, single-family housing starts are down, uh, and construction firms are badly hurting. Uh, that's, that's in a recession, but the overall housing market, when you look at prices, it's not in a recession and Powell is waiting for that reset, but it's not upon us yet. So the question of recession, you kind of allude to, has been brought up about the housing sector. Take us through that and why it may not be, at least right now, in recession. Well, again, the construction industry is in a recession, but if you're owning your home, you're looking to buy your home, it's not a recession for you. Housing prices are not falling, and rents are not falling. Rents are rising at a 10% rate. And this is uh, by no means uh, what a recession would look like. So it's a very unusual combination of, of events. 
And um, yes, the median house price is down. The median house price is down uh, year to year, about 5%, but that's down in part because of the composition of sales. And um, actually over the year, uh, median prices are still, it's down over the month, but over the year, it's still up uh, nearly 7 8%. So uh, it's a very unusual, confusing combination of different forces going on right now. This will change if we're in a recession in the overall economy, then housing prices will decline, but we're not there yet. Yeah, and the interesting thing is is that at least right now the path of the Federal Reserve uh, doesn't seem like it's going to change anytime soon. With as you said, the seventy five basis points uh, basis point increase this week, and the expectation that you know by the end of the year we may see another seventy five and another fifty. Uh, you know, you're hearing now uh, terminal rate four and a half, four seventy five. So that it seems like the Fed is still got work to do. And then that would continue this this kind of uh, dynamic of uh, of confluence of elements in, in the housing sector. Yeah, uh, but at some point, uh, depending on the severity of the recession, uh, housing prices will and rents will slow and decline. <clears throat> but it is historically, except for the Great Recession, uh, housing prices have never fallen except with a substantial rise in unemployment. So that's where, unfortunately, the economy is going. In order to slow rents and owner-equivalent rents, and therefore the CPI, in order to slow that, unemployment is going to have to increase. And you kind of alluded to it before, but the building side of the housing sector, uh, you know, not only do we have not enough uh, supply uh, in the system to begin with, uh, builders are obviously concerned and impacted by uh, the levels of inflation that we're seeing right now. And so their projects, their, their building out has slowed significantly as well. And, and the dynamic also seems to be more towards the multifamily property than the single family property again. Absolutely. And that is because rents at this point are rising uh pretty substantially at, at a 10% rate. And the affordability factors, which are driving potential homeowners into the rental market, we see no sign of that abating. Quite the contrary. Uh, as mortgage rates rise, and we're seeing future rises in the mortgage rate uh, as the Fed, if the Fed continues to tighten, which appears likely, that's just going to drive more folks to the rental market and Assuming that the Fed is able to start to get inflation under control here, and as you said, we're at mortgage rates at, you know, six and a third percent at this point, what should the expectation be of of where they might end up if, you know, if they're going to come down a little bit? I I don't think we're going to see three, three and a quarter again anytime in the near future. Uh, those people that got to that point and, and were able to refinance or, you know, got that on a new home purchase, they should be, you know, very, very happy. But is there kind of a, a, a belief as to where mortgage rates might settle once we start to get inflation under control? Well, of course, that's the question of when and if we get inflation under control. Yes, and if and when we do, mortgage rates will settle down again. 
Uh, there are people who are buying. We have uh, non-discretionary home buyers out there. While existing sales are down uh, substantially 20%, we still have home buyers, people who need to move from that rent rental uh, for, for reasons of new children or, or a new job or, or a need, they need more space. That's happening. In part, also the demographics are pushing that. Uh, we The largest cohort uh, is at that age of 30 to 36 year old age where buying a home is uh, the, the, the highest rate. So we still have uh, home buyers. Uh, we also have investors still buying home and turning, converting these into rental properties. So the motivation is still out there. Why? Because housing is an inflation hedge. It's a tried and true inflation hedge. So we've got on the one hand, the non-discretionary and the investors who can rent out at higher rents and also inflation hedge. And at the other hand, we've got affordability constrained folks. And so what's, what's the end result of this? The end result is that at some point, as the Fed continues to uh, constrain money supply and raise rates, at some point the market will, the overall economy will turn, we will have a recession, and inflation will come under control. At that point, mortgage rates will drop. The good news is for those who must buy now, 30-year fixed-rate mortgage has the optionality in it that you can refinance. So yeah. it's um, maybe you're worried about rates going up, but if you buy now, you're locking in, and you will be able to refinance down. That's going to help the overall economy and help buyers now. But that's um, a silver lining for an unfortunate you know, turn of the economy, which hopefully we'll see a slowdown as opposed to a recession. So that period going back a couple of years, you mentioned about refinancing. You go a couple of years and just the level of activity we saw in the refi market when you know rates were down around three percent three and a quarter etc from a historic perspective that i i would assume and you can verify this or, or or correct me on this that that had to be one of the most amazing times in the refi market well we're going to see it again we are going to see mortgage rates fall how many months how many years uh, we don't know I don't think anybody knows. I don't think uh, the Fed knows. Uh, there's just tremendous uncertainty in the market right now. But we will see rates come back down because we have to see overall inflation and interest rates come down. You know, the U.S. cannot afford protracted high overall interest rates. So the Fed really has no choice but to be stalwart yeah. in its stance of eventually controlling inflation. Susan, great to have you with us again. Thank you. All the best. Thank you. Susan Walker, uh, professor of real estate and professor of finance here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.